We are. We are. We are cultivate. 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 We are cultivate. Hello and welcome to a special mini-sode of Yield Crime, the show where Maddie and I discuss the funny, strange, and obscure crimes of yesteryear every Wednesday. This special bi-weekly segment is called Can You Crack the Cramp Word, which is slang for a difficult or obscure term, which I thought was very fitting. And joining me today is Shannon Lawrence from the Mysteries, Monsters, and Mayhem podcast, and much more than that. And before we begin, I'd like to give her the opportunity to tell us a little more about herself before we get started. Welcome. Thank you. Hi, I am an author. I actually write mostly horror and fantasy and dabble in mystery. That's been short stories so far, which have been fun. <laughs> the last one was Greece themed anthology nice. and you had to write something having to do with the movie or the play you know and then of course i have a podcast myself like as you mentioned and we do true crime cryptids paranormal and basically anything interesting <laughs> we added mayhem in the title so we could do what we wanted there you go well as you mentioned you have a podcast with your co-host mb how did you and mb meet and come up with the concept of your show so we've known each other for a while. We met in the writing world. There's a local group called Pike Speak Writers. They put on a big conference every year. It's actually often in the national magazines and stuff is one of the friendliest conferences. And I'm not with that group anymore, doing that anymore, but I still live in the city. So still take part in some stuff. And we just, uh, we were working together running conferences and then we were putting on non-conference events is what they're called so we had four regular monthly free workshops for people with like one of them was a workshop each time two hours once a month and we'd have a speaker come in and teach some aspect of the writing world so we we met doing all that stuff and working our butts off for a nonprofit <laughs> where you find out that the more work you're doing for those, the less writing you're actually doing. Yeah. So eventually you've got to leave that, but it did help us meet a lot of people. So in the writing world, and that's benefited us both in writing and in the true crime podcast, because then we can invite friends on. That's very true. As you mentioned, you're an accomplished author of more than 50 short stories, which have been published in magazines and anthologies. You mentioned that you primarily write horror and fantasy, but what are some of the other subjects you've written about? Do you have a favorite? Some of the other ones outside of horror and fantasy? Mm -hmm. So I've actually, I've had a memoir piece published. I've had one, just pure humor published, sci-fi, kind of run the gamut. I've mm -hmm. always had... <laughs> There's a, I wanted to be 200 things when I grew up and that hasn't changed yet. <laughs> so I write like that, but I wrote a fun one and it was a mystery and I've actually forgotten the title. That's funny. Eventually you start forgetting the titles, <laughs> but it was, it was a mystery story set in Florida and it had to be, have some weird Florida element. And so I went with the pythons and they were wrapped into the mystery. So that one was really fun to write, like 
your Florida man mysteries. <laughs> and I didn't even finish it in time. It was one of those things where I saw this call for this mystery at the last minute. And I was like, I definitely don't have time to get it in for that. But I'm writing this story anyway. So a different mag- a magazine picked it up, which was nice. That's awesome. And you have your first novel, Myth Stalker. Do you pronounce it Wendigo or Wendigo? So that's tricky because everybody pronounces it different. So I'm going with Wendigo right now. And if you speak to someone, again, it differs. But I've spoken to someone who is Cree and the real one is Wendigo. And I do have that in the book, but I went with the more recognizable version and spelling mm-hmm. that people so people would know what the book was you know so but we'll say wendigo <laughs> yep it'll piss somebody off still i can't <laughs> everything's gonna piss somebody off it doesn't matter yes. what it is like you could say i drink water and someone's gonna be like how dare you water's how gross you? and just be like so pissed <laughs> off at you about it but anyway it's supposed to come out in march of this year can you tell our listeners a little bit about it yeah, so this is this was a long term project. And I kind of set it aside. My dad had ALS, and I was kind of helping to take care of him. And it turned out I reached a point and all right, so the story is, Selena is a myth stalker. And so she's somebody whose job it is to track down the, the creatures that we see as lore, Native American lore. And she gets a phone call from her mentor and he says he's got a Wendigo problem and she doesn't understand why he can't deal with it. Cause this is the guy that taught her everything she knows. Mm-hmm. And then she gets up there and finds out it's cause it's somebody who's very close to her and she has to take care of it. And so she's watching this person kind of break down into this creature. Well, I was already reading this and then my dad got ALS and it was so close <laughs> to some of the stuff that was happening to him. Obviously not all of it. He wasn't turning into a creature, but he was wasting away, you know, your muscles waste away when you can't move them yeah. anymore. And so I had to set it aside. And so I finally reached the point, my dad died in 2019, where I was like, I can come back to this now and mm-hmm. I can be okay. <laughs> so yeah. this is kind of like a long-term passion project, you know, that was close to my heart. So it's nice to have it coming out, but a lot of action in it. Introduce some, I hope, interesting characters to kind of end up in this bedraggled team that goes after the Wendigo. Awesome. And I saw on Goodreads that it's going to be part of a series. Is it going to be a standalone or a series? That's and so it'll be a series. Do you already have an idea of what your next concept will be? I'm, I'm... I've got, yeah, the next two books. I know the next two books, so that's good. That's awesome. I'm excited to go. The next one will be set in Oklahoma. She's going to have to go to Oklahoma for something and for i am i'm cherokee so that's okay that one's home this one windigo nights is set in canada because i wanted to go really to the home of this specific creature but yeah so i'm excited to take it down there nice well that is my list of questions so (laughs) if you are ready to crack some cramp words shall we get started yes all right so And I can offer it to you in a sentence, too, if you want it in a sentence to guess, to help with context. Okay. So your first term is balmy on the crumpet. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Can you give that to me in a sentence? Sure. Mother always said that Uncle David was a little balmy in the crumpet. Okay. I like it. (laughs) So he's he's off. He's he's a 
can short of a six pack or <laughs> something like that. <laughs> yes. So it means crazy or insane. So like wrong in the head, mad. And it was first used as slang in 1891. Fun. I know some people who are bomby in the crumpet. <laughs> <laughs> I know some as well. <laughs> All right. Your second term is plow the deep. I guess I'll take a guess and then if it's wrong, then I'll ask for it in a sentence. Does that work? Sure. That's fine. So plow the deep. So I feel like it's too obvious my first guess, but I would say to basically take a deep dive into something, try to figure out something. No. Okay. So sentence. Okay. How many times do I have to tell you to plow the deep? Yikes. Nope. <laughs> All right, how many times do I have to tell you to plow the deep? I'm not going anywhere reasonable with that. <laughs> like, <laughs> how many times do I have to tell you to um All right, let's see. So I'm just going to throw out a guess and it's going to be wrong and that's okay. <laughs> but to go in it to de- deep clean something. No. Nope. Okay. What is it? <laughs> so, to plow the deep is to go to sleep. Oh, I tell myself to plow the deep all the time and the insomnia does not care. <laughs> yeah, I've been there. So this, the term was originally in Houghton's Slang Dictionary from 1874. Okay. He had like a slang dictionary where like the things would rhyme. It was like a weird rhyming dictionary. Kind of like a, almost like a nursery rhyme type of thing. It was really cool. <laughs> that would be fun to read to look at i guess you can't really read read it but to check out yeah yeah i fully intend to go back and like dive deeper into it because it was pretty fascinating but i would like to thank shannon for joining me today for can you crack the cramp word and before we go can you tell our listeners where they can find you on social media and plug away whatever you would like to plug okay So my website is thewarriormuse.com. That's for the author stuff. And you can sign up for my newsletter there. There's links to all my social media there to simplify things. Yep. So I am on Instagram and Facebook. I'm technically on Pinterest. And I haven't deleted my account on Meta yet. But <laughs> I'm not actively using it. I kind of kept it because I had friends who were trying to stick it out. And I wanted to support them. But I was terrible about using it before anyway so we're really i'm not active there same but i love pictures my love language is you know memes and images and stuff so instagram (laughs) ended up being perfect but then for the podcast you can find me at mysterysmonstersmayhem.com and we have our episode just went live last night for this month we were doing weekly we've lowered it down to once a month and just doing a longer episode for that one but we just had angie sylvain on that who's a fellow author and friend horror author so we had her on as a guest that one could be checked out and yeah my book comes out march 26th if you don't want to wait for that i've got four horror short story collections And I also have a nonfiction book out called The Business of Short Stories. And that one goes into everything short story and how to make a career out of that, which I did. This is, again, my debut novel. That nonfiction book was the fourth book I put out. And short stories have been kind to me. You know, they they I I was afraid Mm -hmm. the writing world wouldn't accept 
somebody who just wrote short stories and they did no problems there. So they'll always be my first and favorite form. I'll never abandon them all together, but I did want to get into novels because I had some written, you know, I needed to start yeah. working with those. So Miss Stalker, Wendy O'Knights is the name of that book. And it is up for pre-order, an ebook on Amazon, and it should be coming. You never know when these things hit. So to, it will be in paperback <laughs> and it will be in ebook form and other retailers. So nobody awesome. has to buy from Amazon if they don't want to, because I know some people really don't want to. That's fair. All right. And on that note, as always, I'm Lindsay, and I'll see you next time with another tale as old as crime.